Section 13 of The Golden Gems of Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Adam Nickerson. The Golden Gems of Life by Emery Adams Allen and S. C. Ferguson. Section 13 Success or Failure. Mankind everywhere are desirous of achieving a success, of making the most of life. At times, it is true, they act as if they little cared what was the outcome of their exertions. But even in the lives of the most abandoned and reckless, there are moments when their good angel points out to them the heights to which they might ascend, that a wish arises for something better than they have known. But alas, they have not the will to make the necessary exertions. We are confronted with two ends, success or failure. To win the former it requires of us labor and perseverance. We must remember that those who start for glory must imitate the meddled hounds of Acton, and must pursue the game not only where there is a path, but where there is none. They must be able to simulate and to dissimulate, to leap and to creep, to conquer the earth like Caesar, to fall down and kiss it like Brutus, to throw their sword like Brennus into the trembling scale, or like Nelson, to snatch the laurels from the doubtful hand of victory while she is hesitating where to bestow them. He that would win success in life must make perseverance his bosom friend, experience his wise counselor, caution his elder brother, and hope his guardian genius. He must not repine because the fates are sometimes against him, but when he trips or falls, let him, like Caesar when he stumbled on shore, stumble forward, and, by escaping the omen, change its nature and meaning. Remembering that those very circumstances which are apt to be abused as the palliatives of failure are the true tests of merit, let him gird up his loins for whatever in the mysterious economy of the future may await him. Thus he will rise superior to ill fortune, and becoming daily more and more impassive to its attacks, will learn to force his way in spite of it, till, at last, he will be able to fashion his luck to his will. Life is too short, says a shrewd thinker, for us to waste one moment in deploring our lot. We must go after success, since it will not come to us, and we have no time to spare. If you wish to succeed, you must do as you would to get in through a crowd to a gate all are anxious to reach. Hold your ground and push hard. To stand still is to give up the battle. Give your energies to the highest employment of which your nature is capable. Be alive, be patient, work hard, watch opportunities, be rigidly honest, hope for the best, and if you are not able to reach the goal of your ambition, which is possible in spite of your utmost efforts, you will die with the consciousness of having done your best, which is, after all, the truest success to which man can aspire. As manhood dawns and the young man catches its first lights, the pinnacles of realized dreams, the golden domes of high possibilities, and the purpling hills of great delights, 
and then looks down upon the narrow, sinuous, long, and dusty paths by which others have reached them. He is apt to be disgusted with the passage, and to seek for success through broader channels and by quicker means. To begin at the foot of the hills and work slowly to the top seems a very discouraging process, and here it is that thousands of young men have made shipwreck of their lives. There is no royal road to success. The path lies through troubles and discouragements. It lies through fields of earnest, patient labor. It calls on the young man to put forth energy and determination. It bids him build well his foundation. But it promises in reward of this a crowning triumph. There never was a time in the world's history when high success in any profession or calling demanded harder or more earnest labor than now. It is impossible to succeed in a hurry. Men can no longer go at a single leap into eminent positions, as those articles are most highly prized to attain which requires the greatest amount of labor, so the road that leads to success is long and rugged. What matter if a round does break or a foot slip? Such things must be expected, and being expected they must be overcome. Rome was not built in a day, but proofs of her magnificent temples are still to be seen. We each prepare a temple to last through all eternity, a structure to last so long. Can it take but a day to build it? The days of a lifetime are necessary to build the monument mightier than Rome and more enduring than adamant. It is hard, earnest work, step by step, that secures success. And while energy and perseverance are securing the prize for steady workers, others, sitting down by the wayside, are wondering why they, too, cannot be successful. They surely forget that the true key is labor, and that nothing but a strong, resolute will can turn it. The secret of one's success or failure is usually contained in answer to the question, How earnest is he? Success is the child of confidence and perseverance. The talent of success is simply doing what you can do well, and doing well whatever you do, without a thought of fame. Success is the best test of capacity, and materially confirms us in a favorable opinion of ourselves. Success in life is the proper and harmonious development of those faculties which God has given us. Whatever you try to do in life, try with all your heart to do it well. Whatever you devote yourself to, devote yourself to it completely. Never believe it possible that any natural ability can claim immunity from companionship of the steady, plain, hard-working qualities and hope to gain its end. There can be no such fulfillment on this earth. Some happy talent and some fortunate opportunity may form the sides of the ladder on which some men mount, but the rounds of the ladder must be made of material to stand wear and tear, and there is no substitute for thorough-going, ardent, sincere earnestness. Never put your hand on anything into which you cannot throw your whole self. Never affect depreciation of your own work, whatever it is. Although success is the garden for which all men toil, they have nevertheless often to labor on perseveringly without any glimmer of success in sight. They have to live, meanwhile, upon their courage, 
sowing their seed, it may be in the dark, in the hope that it will yet take root and spring up an achieved result. The best of causes have had to fight their way to triumph through a long succession of failures, and many of the assailants have died in the breach before the fortune has been won. The heroism they have displayed is to be measured not so much by their immediate successes as by the opposition they have encountered and the courage with which they have maintained the struggle. Among the habits required for the efficient prosecution of business of any kind and consequent success, the most important are those of application, observation, method, accuracy, punctuality, and dispatch. Some persons sneer at these virtues as little things, trifles unworthy of their notice. It must be remembered that human life is made up of trifles. As the pence make the pound and the minutes the hour, so it is the repetition of little things, severally insignificant, that make up human character. In the majority of cases where men have failed of success, it has been owing to the neglect of little things deemed too microscopic to need attention. It is the result of practical, everyday experience that steady attention to matter of detail is the mother of good fortune. Accuracy is also of much importance and an invariable mark of good training in a man. Accuracy in observation, accuracy in speech, accuracy in the transaction of affairs. What is done in business must be done well if you would win the success desired. Give a man power and a field in which to use it, and he must accomplish something. He may not do and become all that he desires and dreams of, but his life cannot well be a failure. God has given to all of us ability and opportunity enough to be moderately successful. If we utterly fail in the majority of cases, it is our own fault. We have either neglected to improve the talents with which our Creator has endowed us, or we fail to enter the door that has opened for us. Such is the constitution of human society that the wise person gradually learns not to expect too much from life. While he strives for success by worthy methods, he will be prepared for failure. He will keep his mind open to enjoyment, but submit patiently to suffering. Wailings and complainings in life are never of any use. Only cheerful and continuous working in right paths are of real avail. In spite of our best efforts, failures are in store for many of us. It remains, then, for you to do the best you can under all circumstances, remembering that the race is not always to the swift nor the battle to the strong. It is by the right application of swiftness and strength that you are to make your way. It is not sufficient to do the right thing. It must be done in the right way, at the right time, if you would achieve success. Young man, have you ever considered long and earnestly what you were best capable of doing in the world? If not, put it off no longer. You expect to do something. You wish to achieve success. Have you ever thought of what success consisted? It does not consist in amassing a fortune. Some of the most unsuccessful men have done that. Remember, too, that success and fame are not synonymous terms. You cannot all be famous as lawyers, statesmen, or divines. You may or may not accumulate a fortune. But is it not true that wealth, position, and fame are but the accidents of success, 
that success may or may not be accompanied by them, that it is something above and beyond them? In this sense of the word, you only are to blame if you fall. It is in your power to live a life of integrity and honor. You can so live that all will honor and respect you. You can speak words of cheer to the downhearted, a kindly word of caution to the erring one. You can help remove some obstacle from the paths of the weak. You can incite in the minds of those around you a desire to live a pure, straightforward life. You can bid those who are almost overwhelmed by the billows and waves of sorrow to look up and see the sun shining through the rifts in the dark clouds passing o'er them. All this you can do, and a grand success will be your reward. Away, then, with your lethargy. You are a man. Arise in your strength and your manhood. Resolve to be in this, its true sense, a successful man. And then, if wealth or fame wait on you, and men delight to do your honor, these will be but added laurels to your brow but the gilded frame encasing success. End of section 13